dangerously close. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Doug. Now, if you heard that I'd been killed by a gang of hooligans, but then I was resurrected by a crow so I could get my revenge, then you heard right. And the good news is, I did get my revenge. But here's the even better news. The crow said I can stick around and ask for two more things before I have to return to the netherworld. So, uh, first thing I was going to ask is if you guys could leave a five-star rating on your podcast app for this podcast. Or, if you could leave a nice review. That'd be fantastic. What's that, Crow? I can ask a third thing? Alright, here's my third thing. If you could please share this episode with a friend. Or maybe share it on your social media. Or something of that nature. I sure would appreciate it. And so would my friend, the Crow. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks. Percocet. Molly Percocet. All right. <clears throat> I'm not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker's wife. I've been plucking pheasants my whole pheasant plucking life. Yes! Fucking nailed it. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I was just doing a warm up. My guest today, which rhymes with your last name. My guest today is Vanya Renee. Let me tell you about Vanya. All right. Vanya is an actor and stand up comedian that has headlined, featured, and produced comedy shows all over California. She, she's been acting for over 25 years. Originally from Washington, D.C., she began her artistic journey as a preteen rapper and writer. And check this out. She wrote, well, how many? 32 books before she was even fifth. Wait, how old were you? <laughs> By the time she was 15, she had yeah. written 32 books. She was a personal <laughs> library. All right. She was also a regular in the DC slam poetry scene, a performance-based rhythmic. You know what slam poetry is. If you don't know what slam poetry is, go watch the movie Slam with Saul Williams. Uh, man, she made uh, Lil Bow Wow look like Lil Butthole, man. <laughs> and nevertheless, uh, she's in this corporate button-up environment and doing all this stuff for the world bank and marketing director and all this. I mean, I can't say enough about Vanya. She's amazing. <laughs> What's up, Vanya? I love you, Doug. <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. Wow. Who is this Vanya? I want to meet her. I used to... <laughs> this weirdo. <laughs> they also sound full of themselves. I didn't. Hey man, I just tell it like it is. The people, the people want to know. So I tell them how it is. Oh my hey, God. you know, this is the thing too. Like, honestly, I don't even know where to start, but I'm going to guess most people would want me to start with the preteen rapper phase. So, <laughs> oh my God. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what did you rap about? Oh, like, like what, what are you rapping about as a child? Like, <laughs> I didn't get my cereal this morning. <laughs> I'm really mad as shit. Um, <laughs> fuck Captain Crunch. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Um, no, let's see. Um, what was I rapping about? Um, well, it started with, uh, uh, the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, hell yeah. That, 
you know, the, uh, I'm so giving away my age, but, um, you know, the Dare to Keep Your Kids Off Drugs, the Nancy Reagan program. So they would come around to the different elementary schools and, uh, and they'd have a big show, a big showcase. Yeah. And there's rappers and dancers. Um, uh, and, and, um, and they're, I guess they're passing out stickers and they're doing little plays. And so they, they said to all the, uh, the kids in our elementary school, everybody come audition to be part of the D.A.R.E. program, Big Showcase. Oh, hell and, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> I had a best girlfriend, Gina Johnson. Actually, when I think about it, I was rapping. Yeah, no, I was rapping at the same time around then. I was also rapping about church things. It's, I was also a little church. Rap. That's okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Christian rap too. That's Christian. That's extra. <laughs> right. And so it was just an easy thing. I, I went and auditioned. I wrote some raps. I was already writing kind of poetry as a kid a lot, yeah. like alone. I spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. And um, it, I don't know, it was just easy. So we went up there. We, we won the, I don't know, we got the audition. And so we performed for the uh, show, uh, the dare showcase. And um, they wanted me to join them. My parents said, no, uh, they wanted me to like to travel from school to school with them. Oh, crazy. And, yeah, and so yeah. I just kept rapping. Yeah. I rapped in um, school things. I performed regionally. I uh, I was rapping all the way up until about 16. I got a manager. Um, uh, there was a singer, Johnny Gill. He had a brother, Randy Gill, who became my manager. Whatever. I was in the <laughs> studio all the time. I was rapping for a while, so I just oh, that's so dope. gathered together different groups. And this is so, like this is like pre-teenager. So from 12 to about. Um, 16 16 17 and then i kind of i decided that the lord didn't like that didn't like rap oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> so my parents were really like where we want this to happen and i was like you know what i'm really getting super into the bible and really think god doesn't want me to do this and dude what a um, twist i never would have guessed that you would have said <laughs> You stopped rapping at 16 because you thought that it was against the Bible. You just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if God really likes rap. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna shift my focus. That's because as a kid, like what your concept of God is, like like God's up in heaven being like, no, nah, I don't like rap. God's <laughs> like, you know what? I don't like this new trend. It's out. <laughs> oh god oh god that was um, fucking wild. <laughs> i don't know i talked for a long time just now you wait, you grew up in dc right i did i did i'm just gonna say i am dead serious uh if you want to collab i will make i will make you a dope beat today and i will send it to you to put down a verse i i can write the hook you or you could write the hook just let me know and like we can make that happen like if you want to yeah, like, let's do go, it okay. i'm not even kidding <laughs> i make sick I, beats I, I shouldn't um, really i believe I, you. I try to keep i try to keep that under wraps man you know it's you tough. look like, like you make sick beats I, thank you that sick beats. <laughs> Listen, uh, to the listeners that at home because this is not a video thing dudes that look like they make good beats don't look cool <laughs> <laughs> wait wait no i mean that that you you look very cool oh well thank you are you saying typically 
Well, they, they, you know, I was a rapper too, so like that's why I make beats because you know, like uh-huh. in, in this world, that's not. I mean, I'm not a rapper necessarily. I mean, I'll, I'll still rap. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. I know what you mean, I'll, right? I'll rap on our track. Dude, let's do it. <laughs> you know what? Uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want you to go. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You go, no, um, here's what's funny. Like during the pandemic, when we're all like cooped up and stuff, I started making videos about my cats and I called it comedians in condos with cats doing comedy. And for one of those things, I did a rap. Oh, actually, at first I did a rap about the pandemic just out of nowhere. And a lot of friends from back in the day from like DC and Maryland, like this is the Vanya we know MCV like like my my like my buddies MCV I know dude <laughs> and um and it was fun to do it again and so I decided to make a rap about my cats too and it was just fun I don't know it's just a fun mental exercise sometimes when when I found out like because you know I knew about you I know about you from your like your comedy that's you know how I know about you but like I had no idea that there had been like a previous rap career unknown and that's what uh, you you probably won't even believe this shit especially no. you know because you know out in LA there's not a lot of people are gonna know this but Tell me everything. I had a I had a ridiculous little rap career of my own but it started like in the same thing I was real young and like when I was a kid man when I was like a little like teen you know yeah I want I wanted to be method man so fucking bad and I was like you know I was a dirty little skateboarder I was out no way I was out all hours of the day and night and like we would like take breaks and like we'd get 40s you know all like all the time hilarious and and whenever we were like whenever we weren't skating we'd like drink 40s and freestyle and shit like when i got older i it it reminds me so much of your thing when you're talking about like when you were saying like you used to write poetry and realized it was always funny Mm -hmm. that's what i realized is like with rap i was like dude i'm always just trying to be funny so like Mm -hmm. that's the thing when i started doing like you know shows and getting on stages and touring and shit i realized like I, I made it into comedy and it wasn't fully like, you know, the, like, what are those guys, man? The uh, Lonely Island guys. Oh yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. Their shit is blatantly funny. My shit was a little so bit good. more, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> my shit was more like subversively. Like the, the I think why I, I kind of gave up on it too. It was, it was so inside jokey all the time, you know? Oh, uh, mm. wait, wait, inside jokey though with who? Like with like my homies that would like, I, it was like mostly in Nashville is kind of like where it was popping off. Like, you know, we were so like part cool. of the Nashville rap scene. And I was just thinking about like, what are some like rhymes that I had? I was like, we have a, a college here called Vanderbilt and it's a great, great, great place to skateboard. And they have horrible police officers and dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> I have this rhyme just came to my head right now. It's like, I went like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, police department. What are you doing in the porta pot compartment? Slick my pickle. My name is Nick Nichols. I'm in the porta potty and I'm about to get tickled. Like that was like <laughs> my bars were like that all the time. So we got, so and, and we and, and we fucked with like real rappers. You know what I mean? Like people that were like serious about it and shit. And like Dude. it was cool though, because people like are so accepting you in the creative world, you know? Yes. We here's what I love about rap. See, I'm listening to you talk about being this like like skateboarder rapper in Nashville. And that's not something that a D, a kid in D.C. rapping would even think. You think D.C. and New York are the only place for rapping, maybe, you know? Yeah. And you don't, at least I didn't, have much, have an understanding that there was so much more out there. There's so much more. I don't know. Um, I just love all of the variations. I guess the biggest- and I love that. I would love to see you on a skateboard rapping. <laughs> love to see that. 
I, I try to keep some of it under wraps. You know, it's out there on YouTube. And if you're willing to search it, but you'll never, I never promote It's because a lot of it's embarrassing, man, that like, we're on stage and it's, man, some of the most hole in the wall clubs you've ever seen acting nuts, oh, yeah. man. But well, uh, shoot, I remember doing this show when I was 15. Look, I had like, I had my other, my, my co-rapper, Danya. So it was Vanya and Danya. Hell yeah. And Danya <laughs> was like the hype man, like, yo, yo, Vanya silly. You know, or like, or MCV is crazy. Or she like, do like the little scenes with me. You know, like you have to have a mid-rap, like, yo, what's up V? Things are crazy. I don't know. So, and then we had these 15 year old dancers behind us. I mean, we're all 15. This is not a club club. Like there are grown men here. And like, people are like shooting guns in the back. We're like, maybe <laughs> this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. No, so it, it is. It's. Uh, I, God, you're making me so nostalgic for those days. Right? The stage, man. There's the something about it. And, and, like, and like you said, man, rap, like the way it challenges your mind, you know? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm no, you're, I don't. I get so talking. excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, too, like, I mean, just like, and like, yeah, how people like, you know, like, because I guess the only famous rapper you would probably think of with Nashville is like Young Buck or whatever. And that's kind of like. Ah. His, his era like his like real like fame era was like coincided with a lot of like when i was trying my hardest and shit mm, yeah and you would just be like it would just be so cool man you go out and like everybody wanted to like everybody wanted to help everybody everybody wanted yeah. to get to that next level it was actually one of the like the most like uh just uplifting kind of like experiences in my life was really just doing yeah. music in that way and i've done all kinds of different music besides that but that's just rap was like the most fun and the most cool and like i felt like about the, the most cool people in rap for sure yeah. more than like i did a lot of punk shit you know i did punk rock and oh that and is so shit. cool wait <laughs> so you were in a punk band like i don't know like 10 punk bands you know like shut up man you're like the coolest i should be interviewing you because that i have like like 20 failure music projects <laughs> you're creative it's yeah. like we have to put our minds into something. So the poetry goes to rapping, goes to um, stand up, which, you know, I heard one of your other guests talking about rap and its connection to stand up as well. And I, I definitely believe that with the beats and the understanding of um, uh, stage presence, <laughs> um, which all comes from hip hop. Um, and there are definitely, there are definite beats in stand up that you have to hit and understanding the audience and feeling them and you're you know it, i mean it's different when you're rapping on an album for sure but i don't know that connection yeah. to the audience yeah before i have so many questions for you and i don't want to oh yeah me, talk but, tell me but uh before we started we were telling each other like uh you know tea or whatever like <laughs> doing secrets and shit like you know oh, i was telling you <laughs> shit i didn't want to record but i will share this i think i have i think i yeah. recorded and like the very second episode of this, I actually brought this up because it happened with that person. Uh, the most gnarliest fucking experience I had as a stage performer ever was when I was a rapper. And you know, you're familiar with Bonnaroo, right? Who, baby? Bonnaroo. No, I don't know. Oh, Bonnaroo is like Coachella. It's just over like for the Southeast. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I wasn't even playing Bonnaroo. I was playing this thing called Afteroo long story short um, you're way cooler than i am but the, the stage i went up on like so they they kept pushing us back pushing us back pushing us back and okay. so i just kept drinking and i was hanging out with hella hippies <gasps> and you know how that is hippies just keep feeding you things oh. and handing you things and you start having a harder time like you know your brain gets foggy 
I didn't go on stage until like 3 a.m. <gasps> got on stage and I was like, got on stage and my my homie was like DJing. We had like a multiple percussion. We had all shit going on. I no. got on stage and I do I forgot my lyrics completely. Of I course. I couldn't think of a single lyric. It was 3 a.m. I was high as hell. And the audience and, probably and, was too, though. And I was drunk and I and I was like, all right, dude, if I just start jumping around and getting hype, we'll just get the audience going. Everything's gonna go fine. Yeah. I jump up, slam on the stage break the stage fall through it wait Doug. <laughs> i had to crawl oh, no. crawl out of that stage oh it, no only time in my life and i'm you know i'm not a quitter but that was the only time in my life where i said fuck this and i walked off stage only time in my life i've ever no. walked off a stage it was well, it was so there's like photographs of it man there's no video there's only still photographs of me what? crawling out of the stage <laughs> wait wait um, I think, uh, well, yeah, I think that you're able to walk off the stage at that point and just say, fuck this. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it was gnarly. So like after it was like everyone that didn't have enough fun at Bonnaroo, they go up to the spot. It's kind of like very, like, oh, not, what... not well known, but it's like, a, it's like for everyone that's not, they haven't had, they haven't done enough drugs yet. They haven't had enough fun yet. And they go to this thing. It's only 10 bucks to get in. It's this large patch of land where all these hippies live and they live in teepees oh and my shit. god i go in this teepee man this dude's got like th like these hippies have like automatic weapons and shit like you know jesus yeah yeah those have, yeah yeah i know those hippies for sure so i'm, hang I'm hanging out in a teepee with yep. like ak-47s on, on the like on the yep. side and i was like yeah guys i had a i had a rough night forming and they were like giving me like louis the 13th to drink and shit it was weird oh man. my god Bunch oh. Of, this is how dare I do this to your interview? Can what? I? What are you talking about? No, <laughs> I telling, love this. I'm telling. I, I absolutely love this. Like, like a podcast with one person just droning on about. Look, I, I want to see that like connection. I'm hearing about what you're doing. I'm like so impressed. You bring you it know, out of me. <laughs> well, also, I have a problem with like I like I get excited to talk, and so I'm like, well, let me get my thought in. So I'm. I'm to like pull back and like oh okay so if i'm quiet that's me doing that on purpose you know this is this is hella example of fucking two people with yeah. such a similar energy where yes, it, it absolutely. like I it, that. It, it feeds but you're know, like let me just like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna skip ahead because it's enough of me talking about me rapping and i want to say this it is about me too but it's about because <laughs> <laughs> actually last time also about me Hold yeah. on, Vanya. Hold on. I haven't told you more about me yet. No, but I, I want to tell you this because actually I lived in D.C. And I, Wait, I bet you didn't know that. You live in D.C. right now? No, I lived in Washington, D.C. Oh, one, when were one, you there? One year, uh, way back in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, like, that was definitely during, like, one of the peak eras of slam poetry. Uh, you know, And I guess, like, the true peak was when Saul Williams came out with the movie Slam, like, in the 90s. But it was still big in the 2000s. So Dude, what I want to say is you were a slam poet in DC. Okay. So here, okay. So here's the thing. I was, I was heavy in that scene. My stuff was always comedy, you know, just like the comedy scene, you can go to a poetry um, spot every night. So yeah. I have my Monday night to, I, and yeah, wow. All that while I'm still working at the world bank. Well, I'm also taking acting classes at studio, uh, conservatory acting conservatory coaching adhd um also where i met the guy that was to be my husband and now ex-husband 
but um like every night monday tuesday wednesday so bar none mangoes like i gosh that you drive out somewhere in maryland i, I i'm forgetting all these places yeah, you know, i love friends- i love dc so much yeah. a lot of people don't don't realize that people think about dc so many people think about it and they're like oh nation's capital uh, right the, the capital crime or or crime <laughs> the, and- oh you're talking about the Jan- january 6th people ah spider hold on Oh, I'm not kill of spiders, it. But no, I'm going to kill it. I'm just going to make it go elsewhere. Okay, it's gone. Oh, I'm so proud of you. You just like pushed it away. It was building a web right here and I decided to let it build a web elsewhere. And then uh, I'll move it outside when we're done podcasting. <laughs> that is very sweet. I'm typically pretty afraid of spiders, but I'm trying to get over it. I have a, a balcony out here that I haven't been on for about a year because I saw a spider once. So I'm going to... <laughs> maybe go back out there. Yeah, I saw a tweet once I loved. It was called, everybody's hardcore until like bugs get involved. (laughs) (laughs) No bugs get involved. Hey, is that not one of the truest things you've ever heard though? That's very true. That's very true. No, but I I definitely love the poetry scene. Dude, it was so fun. I still have a lot of my um, poetry over there on my bookshelf, but it's, I don't know, again, another creative outlet. And I think being a, like, Poets, rappers, um, writers, we're all kind of nerdy. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's like the cool nerds. 100%. So, you know, us trying to like, I'm the biggest and baddest out each other. Like, dude, we're all nerds. Like, let's be real on this one. But um, it's just, just, I don't know, it's just so cool. I I even think about like, um, like even Tupac, he was, he had like a book of poetry. I haven't read it yet. But you wouldn't think, oh, this guy is nerdy, or some people wouldn't. But I see that, I'm like, absolutely, he's a nerd. He's one of us. I, yeah, I, I could see that in him, man, because he's he was like, uh, he you know he was such a performer, but like also like uh, exactly exactly what you're saying. Like, uh, no one could be like Tupac was without having like a lot of like heart and soul, and that's yeah. what makes you create. Yeah, you know, and like, yeah, of course, he's like, you know. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Like that's it. Right, <laughs> right, right. But then he's doing um, all around the world digital underground, where I think he revealed a lot of himself. What did he say? Um, I used to clown around when I hang around with the underground. Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around, gas me. And when they pass me, they used to diss me, right? Yeah. Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me. So he's got that. He told on himself, like, girls didn't like me. They thought I was a nerd, but now they like me. And it's just like, playing into this character that you build i'm holding a bottle of wine <laughs> <laughs> we're not on video we can do whatever we want all right i can't say that at all well i'm not anymore then yeah it was actually it wasn't that long ago i was at the gym and i was listening to tupac because he's timeless you know and, oh my god totally and it was just fucking crazy it was one actually it happened to be one of his hit songs it's not even like a deep cut it's just a fucking regular hit song of his and i'm like literally the shit he's saying it could just it could be today he could have, he could oh, have said yeah. that today and it would have been just as relevant as it was then. Like what a, it's a, yeah, what a tragedy, man. What a short-lived life. Like how that. was someone so young? And I've never talked this much about rap on any podcast. It's so funny. Okay, so I'm sorry, but you had other questions you wanted to ask me. I'm talking too much. Now. Oh, I'm I'm hella interested in the slam poetry thing. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, like what- You want to hear some stuff? I mean, it oh. wasn't like, it wasn't like competitive. So that's, so I want to clear that up. So I said slam poetry so people understand that it wasn't like, um, and the flowers are, and the flowers are, are, are open in the garden. You know, like I wanted you to know that it is that specific type of um, musical cadence, full like performance driven type of 
Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Comedy. <laughs> more like, a, I mean, a, poetry. Um, that's more like rapping than anything else. So when I would go to those poetry sessions, there would be a lot of R&B singers and a lot of rappers that would come in, actually. You um, know, uh, about slam and like, like I, I think I brought up earlier uh, Saul Williams. So he was like, he kind of like, I guess for some reason, I guess it's probably that movie Slam. He like became the face of it. And I saw it like when it came out. Have you seen Slam? No, that's why I'm like looking confused. I don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, oh, uh, you, you actually really might appreciate it. Like if you've done it, do you even know who Saul is? So Williams, and he's at, you said, I feel terrible. You don't know, oh, that's crazy. You could <laughs> like, slam poetry. I'm like, you don't know, this dude is like the ambassador of that part. <laughs> See, I'm like, oh, I feel really terrible. Yeah, I feel stupid. So Can I just say, well, he did a movie called Slam. It came out like in, I'm going to say 98. I saw it when I was a kid. And uh -huh. there's a scene, he's in prison. He's in there, like he, had, like, he got caught with like a brick of weed. He's in prison and like two different gangs want him to, he's like, he hasn't decided which gang he's going to join. There's about to be a huge fucking like, uh, wait this like, is true no this is his movie it's a, it's a fictional thing he created oh but the, okay. but the whole the whole thing is based on slam poetry being a powerful art form and so there's a so they're in the yard there's about to be like a lot of violence saul williams just throws down like a bunch of slam poetry and then everyone stops no one fights and i was like <laughs> <What>? you know, <laughs> no but you but you at, at, the, at the time you were like oh this is kind of ridiculous but i saw poetry uh, stops gang violence okay continue Meeting him in person, though, like I realized, I was like, no, this guy, this guy, I feel like he really had that kind of power with words. There was a, so he came to my school and did like just some poetry and shit. Like this is like college, like not like uh, yeah. high school and thing. But uh, at the end, and there was like a bunch of like, you know, shitty little fucking you know privileged kids in the audience that wanted to ask dumbass questions. And I remember this one uh, person asked. They were like you use a lot of harsh language in your poetry. Like, why do you, you don't have to do that. And then he was like, well, the reason for that is it's a harsh fucking world. And like the oh, whole, shit. the whole auditorium, this is a big auditorium. I went to a big school. There was yeah. like thousands of people. It was like, yeah. like, like I couldn't believe yeah. that people would go that apeshit over him saying something so basic. And I was like, words are powerful, you know? They really are. Um, the, the scene back then, it was very, um, it was so cool, first off, um, because as it evolved, um, it, uh, DC is a very um, artistic place. In fact, we're only number two uh, to New York as far, in, as far as the theater scene. People think it's Chicago, but it's actually DC. A lot of theater there, um, which I was also in that scene, obviously. Awesome, hell yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and then there's a, a jazz scene there and oh absolutely yeah wonderful. for sure it is wonderful i mean you could step in any place and you'd hear live music a lot of live jazz anywhere in dc and so um uh, some of these places that you performed there was a place called the um oh gosh it's been a it's been such a the uh huh i i uh, the caverns or the bohemian caverns if I remember correctly, and you walk downstairs and it's like you're going into a cave and there's a jazz band on the stage and then people are doing poetry. And so doing this sort of like hip hop slam style poetry. And first it started out um, as a basically a, a black scene. You'd see mostly black people coming in. Um, and especially where, where it was, it was very near Howard University over on U Street. And so in fact, I feel like 
the Howard University kids kind of like were the ones that kind of there was a bit of a renaissance um, to youth street and everything that was happening then. I think it was brought about by their uh, uh, by their interest in music and jazz and hip hop and poetry. And I, I think they were sort of the, the leaders in the sort of rejuvenation of DC. I'm gonna be honest, but, and then so the scene got increasingly and increasingly um, mixed. And it's interesting because the, the, I was gonna say the stand up, but the, but the poetry was very much about, um, could be revolutionary. Um, and it was about the harsh reality of um, growing up as a minority, uh, in the U.S. and um, it was also very, um, it's also uh, very much in front of you. There were places on U Street that were still boarded up since the assassination of Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Right, and so and we're talking about into the two thousands, and you're still seeing that. And so there was a lot of uh, um, there was a lot of poetry about that, and that's why it was very different. That I would get up there and mostly do. Uh, poetry about being nerdy or an outsider and then growing out of that and going into who I am um but making it comedic but <laughs> that's funny after I said that I just realized something yeah. um that so, reminded me a lot of a play that <clears throat> I just did if I could go on for a second feel free to edit all this oh please please go on I, I <laughs> I babbled about me being a, a rapper. I, I fucking oh, no, I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. You're like the coolest man. And, um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Take that, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, remind me. Is he cool? I don't even. I don't think he's probably considered that cool. <laughs> why is he? Why is he? Was he supposed to be funny? Was he supposed to be like sexy? Oh, I was into Leo when I was a kid. Are you kidding me? I was so into him. But now I'm like, eh. I like I that mean, he's like. I think he's like uh, tries to help animals. So I'm about Fantastic. that. Fantastic. I just don't pay attention. Yeah, that much. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, but I'm, when you're young am, and he was like doing like, uh, um, what's that? What's eating basketball diaries? Oh, okay. You go. I went to what's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is it? What's eating Gilbert Grape? I'm, I'm in the one where he, like, I'm talking about the one where he's like addicted to heroin and like sucking dick in a bus station. And, <laughs> and I'm talking about the one where he's like eating his own boogers. Like, I don't. We have, yeah, we love Leo. <laughs> <laughs> burger barn um that movie was awesome though um but it's got everybody's hot in that movie leo um uh who, who just had the big trial johnny depp johnny I mean, depp baby yeah before all yeah, this shit and who's the girl from uh you know juliet uh, oh juliet lewis is it i've never seen that fucking movie yeah oh honey you must I will. She's hot. <laughs> they're hot. That's people that I definitely fuck right now. So, um, oh, and then obviously Titanic. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into the Bible anymore. Obviously. Um, yeah. No. Definitely. When he was. Uh, uh, yeah. I did Titanic. Peak hotness. That had to be peak hotness because, like, peak hotness. that movie's not that good. I think it's it literally. Not? It's. I mean, it's fine. But I feel like I feel like literally Leonardo DiCaprio's hotness at that stage of his life, yeah, made that movie the the like evergreen movie that it is today. Like people just will yeah. never ever forget it. Even though like remember back in the day that shit was on VHS was and you had to, and it had to be yeah it was a, it was a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> 
reference that one. <laughs> no, and then uh, like if it was on VHS, you had back then you had to like rent it from like Blockbuster on two and uh, a two VHS thing because it was so fucking long. They couldn't. Two, there were two of them. They couldn't put it. They couldn't put it on one tape because that movie was no. so fucking long. But it's like most people were like, "Man, I'll look at Leo for two tapes." <laughs> <laughs> right? Poor Kate Winslet, though. Like, like he was so hot. Okay, so this podcast is a magnet for synchronicity. So uh, last week I was talking about how uh, Doritos Cool Ranch was possibly my favorite mainstream chips, and then this this morning, seriously, this morning when I was just kind of looking you up and some more. I saw, I saw. Oh my you, God! I know I, where you're gonna. <laughs> I saw you in a Doritos Cool Ranch commercial. So that's. I don't want to ask about the commercial, man. I just want to ask, like, do you believe in synchronicity? Because, like, how, I mean, that's. Oh, that is synchronicity, is it not? One hundred percent. I believe in synchronicity. One hundred percent. I mean, I, I, God, I don't even. That's uh, that's a rabbit hole for me. Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm so this right now like uh, in the synchronicity that's dude it's like it might as well be my religion because i don't have a real one well i think that that's what really i i mean look it, this can't be okay first of all if we want to get into that this can't be all there is right right like i'm living i'm here <clears throat> i'm in this i'm on this sphere hanging in space and then I'm done. I like what? Why did I even get here? Anyway, why am I here? What? Did, not that I need a purpose, but like, what? What is this? Oh, I'm already gone. Okay, it's seems I. I don't know for. I don't know for someone to think that this is all there is without digging into it anymore. It's just uh, that's insanity to think. It's like oh well, because I can't see it, then that doesn't exist. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can't see. Um, radio waves but does that mean that it doesn't exist i i just i don't know it, i i believe in synchronicities for sure that's happened to me a ton i i uh i have a little belief of it too it's like uh when synchronicity is happening like the more it's happening when it uh becomes more and more frequent it means that you might be like following the correct path is that even i don't know if you if you, you know what's funny a, a comedian who i'm 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 buddies with one day sent me um a like a text and was like vanya uh, i tend to have like these really vivid dreams he's like they're so they're so vivid sometimes i need to get up and i gotta take a walk and i was like oh, okay i wonder why he's telling me this he goes so i had a dream last last night and i had to get up walk around like i was just like what it was so intense and uh it was about you it's like, oh shit, I'm dying. Like every time, <laughs> every time someone talks about me, I'm like, oh shit, I'm dead. What? Just when does it happen? How? Let's just do this. <laughs> and um, he goes, I, I was. He says, I think I'm supposed to tell you that you're on the right path, and that you have to keep doing what you're doing. But you also know that this isn't what it's all about, or something. He goes, yeah. He says, apparently, you also know something else that it's also bigger than it's bigger than this or it's bigger than comedy or something like that. He goes, do you know what that means? I was like, yeah, I think uh, uh, I do. Oh, I have to ask you this. I have to ask you this. I totally have to ask you this because you're talking about like everybody knowing each other and shit. Do, uh, do you know Aaron Tracy? Oh, of course I do. 
She's oh, fantastic. I was, uh, she was, she was on this podcast and I literally. Absolutely she, love her. She was performing and I did a whole fucking like kind of a bit. It was like, it was a, it was a joke question, but I was, I was like, I was like, yo, do you just like take a sock up there and like put the sock over the microphone? Yeah. 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 We went off on like the red hot chili peppers, putting socks on their dicks for like 15 we, minutes. Aaron's very funny. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's such not only is she, she's, she's fantastic. She's such a generous uh, comedian and, and just lovely. And you, and, um, and, and, and that's what I mean. It's just, it's a really, um, it's a really good, it's a really good environment. And it is also is what you make, what you make of it. You, you find the people that you gravitate toward. Like, yeah, for um, sure. And, um, but it's a really supportive scene right now. I think that's and what I was trying to say. Like in the beginning is like, it's just, accidentally oh this is before we started recording was like i i'm accidentally like finding like just through this podcast so much like ends up being like these unexpected networks of people that like i said it's a small world people just know each other and and you know brad upton right uh, like brad follows you oh brad he's the dude he said you're a uh, you're a, a major yeah. force yeah so, so okay i have never met brad but yeah we're like connected on social media Brad gave uh, my homegirl Kristen Lumberg a shout out not too long ago. I don't know. Okay. Do, you know do you know Kristen? No, I don't. She's a, she's in Glendale. She does uh, comedy too, but she's right right now. She's like kind of she's making commercials all the time. She's you like would her think that I would know. Her. I'm like Glendale. I'm in Silver Lake. That I work in Glendale. That's where I um I'm I'm, I'm over at the uh, CBRE firm over there. But that's so funny. I'm like Glendale. It's right there. Yeah, it is. It's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, I'm like all over the place too. Well, this is the thing that I actually want. So I, this ties in perfectly to where I was going to go anyway happen. about, well, no, but about you, like, and doing like stand up, but like, I know that like you do the, here, here's a question. It's a fucked up question, but I have to, I have to know. And I, I trust I you to know better than me is, uh, do people still say girl boss or is that, girl, you are hilarious <laughs> girl boss. I like, Oh, you mean has a whole, uh, feminist thing has that rolled over yet no no i'm like like for instance like like uh i feel like the word woke got killed because oh like God, all gross, all the right? worst people in the world use it and so like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll never fucking say it again same thing gross. with like uh <laughs> same thing with like based like i'll, I'll never fucking i'll never say based wait I'm what like, the fuck is based dude based man like that was like from a fucking rap song forever ago and then like based? and then people started saying it as like a slang and then I don't uh, know. And then like uh the like this all like the New Orleans slangs. I'm just kidding. Base well, <laughs> well it, it base means you know like you know free base. Okay. And, then, like, and if you're based, then it's like you're just and you're doing whatever you you know when someone's like been free base and then they just go out and they're just living their fucking best life. That's where it came from. It originally was a cool word, but the problem was, man, all these like fucked up freaky like four chan right wing motherfuckers. Sort of base. And, the, and they took it and they started saying based and but like they use like the same way that like when like that like when some nazi motherfucker in like ron DeSantis is like woke he, he wrote that he like wrote a bill called like the anti-woke bill and once but, old people start saying it it's bad yeah anyway, so. that's what i'm saying so like yeah i don't i don't say woke and i don't say fucking based because I i'm got, i'm disgusted I'll tell you that poetry scene <laughs> from 20 years ago was saying woke so yeah. by the time these yeah. like these old people like nobody we're not saying that anymore. What are you talking about? Whoa, we were yeah. done with that 20 years ago, Grandpa. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
by the time like some fucking lame on Fox News is saying woke, saying woke and we're based, done with that word. Yeah, like, yo, pass it down. The word is over. Make up a new word. <laughs> word is over. <laughs> like, what, what movie is that? Like something was, was over. No, that, oh wait, no, that was from um, one of the SNL guys, Portlandia. It made, yeah, right. I, I don't know if you remember this show. I but love Portland. I love, love, love Portlandia. Portlandia? Oh man, what happened? Hey yo, Ripper. <laughs> like in a like a in the lake or something. It's just like step like a little creek. It's like I, I guess I should get out of here. Yeah. So, oh my god. Yo, I love Portland. Man, I love Portland. Portlandia was great. Do you ever do you ever go up there like do any shows? No, I would love to. Oh my oh, god, I have some friends. Oh are man, there, Portland's a wild city, man. In you what way? Tell me. Uh, I mean, so I've only been once now. If you can fucking mm-hmm. believe it, I went. Uh, shit, was it? Yeah, last November. Yeah. So uh, it was actually. I would love uh, to go. I will say there was one sad aspect, is that uh, well, the, one of the most famous skate parks in the world is in uh, Portland. It's called Burnside. Okay. It was like it was in like Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. Like that's how famous it is. Okay. I showed up. I, I, I just I had no chance. I didn't know that I was gonna have a chance to actually like be at the skate park, but I had time that day. Yeah. I showed up. It was raining. No one was there. It's a no. It's under, it's under a bridge, so it's I could have skated. Didn't have a skateboard. So you know what ah. I did? Out, out of like out of just I fucking freestyle walked. <laughs> freestyle walked. Hey man, I'm telling you that is <laughs> the cutest thing I've ever heard. What's a uh, freestyle walk? I was doing like pirouettes and shit. I don't know. I was just like running up the ramps and just like pretending like what it would have been like had I. Doesn't matter. Oh, hey, everyone! It by the way, it's a lot to me. I'm 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 in tears right now. Can you imagine the rain coming down around you? You got this <laughs> one chance, and and you're like, I'm gonna take it no matter what. And the music swells, and then you just start like <laughs> doing the moves without the skateboard, and then that's you know triumph, and then credits. Oh, uh, yo, shout out to my Pacific Northwest people. I will be at Burnside Skate Park this fall. So let's get up there. Let's get some video. Sorry. Uh, back to what we were talking about. Also, Tony. I Ross, lost track. First person I, <laughs> oh, I, remember. I, I knew. Like, that was the first guy you thought you need to explain to me. You know, Tony Hawk. Well, he's a famous skater. I'm like, that I know. I don't know. <laughs> Slam poetry people that you mentioned. Like, I know Tony Hawk. Like, I know uh, stuff. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, yeah, no, nothing other than just like, yo, shout out Port- Portland, cool ass city. I, I love, I loved your city when I was there. I will be back this fall. I will be at Burnside. Let's fucking link up. Let's get some videos. Uh, we'll shoot some TikToks if y'all do that. I don't fucking, I don't have TikTok yet, but apparently, uh, I have to get one. I don't know. What I really want to know is. <laughs> All right, so that is the place that people our age go to feel very old. So, all right, did you say girl boss is done or is this still going? I mean, I think people say it and make fun of shit. You know, like, I'm going to girl boss it up. I think it's used sarcastically now. All right, so look, check it out. Vanya's like, she's not a girl boss because that word <laughs> doesn't work anymore, but she is a fucking like power broker style woman. and you got to respect that. And the real question I had asked, like, you know, because you're, you know, you're doing two worlds and it's like, I want to know does spending all day in the corporate world get you, you know, wound up 
to be funnier when you hit the stage mm. at night or like do you have to like switch gears mentally to get your mm. vibe right is is it you know do you like leave work like man this corporate world's got me wound up wound or, up yeah or are you like no I'm a, I'm a different person at night um uh, that is a good question um I'm going to say that because um, you are in now I am a marketing director, so I do get to be creative to an extent. Comment. Look at you. You're like so chill now. You've got like the, the arms back behind the head. You're chilling out. No, you look very <laughs> cool right now. I'm like, oh, thank I'm, you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm happy that I'm um, that um, you're a calming force. Exactly. Notice how I bring it to myself. I'm the reason why you're so cool. Not because you always have been. Um, um, how arrogant. I... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this interview just walking around going like, I'm the coolest motherfucker. In I'm the, the coolest motherfucker. Who, like, who wants to like hear that, me rap? Right? <laughs> I'm rapping on my cast. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Um... But really, that was all what rap was about in the early 90s. Like, I mean, think about Special Ed on The Magnificent. Everything was about being the man, you know? I kind of like that. Right? I miss that. It, it wasn't about, I mean, I don't really listen to much music at all anymore. Um, I mean, I listen to music, but I mean, I don't know everything that's new. I'm not. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a, a, little, a little bit in the same boat. Like. I'm not right. on top of everything new, but I, I hate to say this, man, but I like I'm gonna be like an old head on some like on hip hop for sure, because yeah. and I, I hate to be that way because I know that no, people felt too. that way about like my era, like people will be like well, that wasn't as good as our era when like the, those were the old heads, you know. Now that they're like the geriatrics, but they don't. Did, <laughs> did they have old heads before our era? I mean, that was more like uh, the music they were pulling from was uh, basically like. Not even rap. I mean, like, like, like so Run DMC, fucking. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, Run even... DMC. I yeah. That wasn't even. I mean, we were. Oh, yeah, you're right. I gotta be careful. I'm like, I was gonna good. <laughs> yeah, but, but before yeah. before you before you say another word, do not disrespect Run DMC <laughs> on audio. <laughs> then could you could you, was... could you imagine? Could you imagine uh, it? What would happen? That so, one clip will play everywhere. Honestly, I, I would do you a favor and I'd fucking edit it out before yeah, just take that canceled. That's the one like what I was saying earlier, man. Like, yo, I'm done. I, I'm done with fucking woke and I'm done with fucking based and so many of these other words that these freaks use. Who like this. cares, man? But, but I, I'll say canceled of the day I'm because canceled is a real world word and it really means things. <laughs> Canceled. It's like if if you say something like "Run DMC is dog shit," <laughs> like <laughs> you just got canceled. canceled. Look, Run DMC was—they were doing some some great shit. I mean, remember they did you know uh, "Walk This Way" too? Like they did that uh, um, "Walk This Way." Talk I'm, this I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate that song, but I respect what they were doing, like with the uh, like groundbreaking, like musically. Oh. But, uh, I just like, man, I can barely stand Aerosmith and that's a, like an Aerosmith song. And I'm just like, ugh. You <laughs> and, know and, what? Rap then was, we were learning a new art form. It was super groundbreaking. So yeah, like Run DMC and what? 
Sugar Hill Gang, wasn't that like a the, well? Von, I mean, I didn't like, to those guys. There's plenty of stuff that's like like boom bap rap that's before us, like you know, like LL Cool J. Like, oh, yeah, I he, love LL. But he he survives. He survived into our era. But you know, he was a like. Yeah, you know, he was. He he's a. He was an OG. Like Mama said, knock you out. Come on, like that's. Yeah. Old, yeah. you know, like. Uh, yeah. So yeah, now I'm realizing um, I'm older than you are. So I'm like, or, wait, I was listening to that. <laughs> no, no, I was too. I was totally. I'm just saying. I'm saying like. When when like you were in DC, you know. Yeah. Like, like nobody was he listening was doing, to fucking. <laughs> L Cool J was doing some like like what was that um 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 I need love. When I lay back in my room, something remember <laughs> we're like, I, I hear my conscience call. Boom, I need boom, love. Yeah. No, first of all, I I want to go on the record and say, I I like uh, D L Cool J. Doug loves Cool J. <laughs> D L Cool J. No, but I I I did make fun of LL on this podcast one time. Only because, only uh, out of love and lightheartedness, he was in a movie called Deep Blue Sea. We did a whole episode on this. It's about like uh, sharks attacking. Hey, he killed a shark at the very end. He was the chef. Yeah, and he was the chef. And LL Cool J was, and he made a whole thing about it. It was hilarious. He was like, he's like, yo, I'm like the first black man to survive a horror movie. Right, I remember very, that. Very funny. The only reason I poked fun at LL Cool J is because they asked him to write a song, uh, like for the soundtrack. And in the credits, he has a song called My Hat is a Shark's Fin. And it is one of the silliest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. And he's oh. like, he goes, my hat is like a shark's fin. My hat is like a shark's fin. Uh, deeper, bluer. My hat is like a shark's fin. And then he just no. And then the entire song, he raps about how he's a shark and he's going to eat you. And no. <laughs> it's totally. It I, sounds horrible. <laughs> dead, dead up. It sounds horrible. Anybody, and anybody? I wonder if he just did that. You guys, I got to write a song for the soundtrack so that I don't die at the end. Fuck this. <laughs> I feel like LL Cool J at that era was like, like when he made Deep Blue Sea, he was like, dude, I made my name in rap. It'll never go away. And if I want to make a silly ass song about being a shark, you know, people that like know will know. And like, I, I feel like I know. I think, yeah. it, I think that happens. Uh, to anyone like okay like even comedians like when they like by the time you see them they have like 20, 10 20 years of material that they've worked up to like they've perfected yeah. that they've done for these last uh you know one to two decades and then someone says well can you pump out another but now you get all these you know you get all these fans and then you're on top of the world and then now you're playing an arena and by that time well, you got to put together new material. Yeah. That's probably not that good because it took you 20 years to perfect that other shit. So they're like, hey, can you write something that caliber in like, I don't know, six months? And can't. And I think yeah. that that's what happens with some like comedians. By the time that they're doing arenas and stuff, they're like, well. I think some comedians that make the right choice is like, they get to that point and it's like, if you're not going to like, have a thing that's going to be like a really excellent thing but you can do the voice of a of a silly dog in a disney movie you know do that in the meantime and so you can you know mm -hmm. they're going to pay you a, a grip to do that so just like 
hop on that and then you know think it out don't just be like oh i have to do this netflix special right. no you don't <laughs> right right oh, but speaking of things and this is not necessarily comedic but acting wise i have to ask you this question do you think the world is ready for the sequel to slam and i know you, you don't know who saul williams is but the sequel to slam slam 2 starring fanya renee would you fucking do it if i if i write the screenplay i'll, I'll write that shit tonight it won't talk slam it won't 2? i'm in it are you kidding me in it you have to write all your you have to write all your slam poetry. That's the only thing. Absolutely. Like I'll I just would expect nothing less. I will just write like uh you know kind of like the plot basically and uh <laughs> characters. You'll write all the poetry. <laughs> I would totally do that. And like I feel bad. I want to go back to your earlier question before my my computer uh got unstable. Um wait, the transition from work to the stage. Oh yeah, I forgot we even were on that. Sorry. Right? Boom, and you would think someone who I have very bad short-term memory, but for some reason I remember that, is that it's something I'm learning. I have to trust myself more. And um, when I realize, the more I trust myself, the better my comedy has become. Yeah, I'm very crowd-worky now. I would never have trusted myself to do that. I want to be very rehearsed, you know, every line, you know how I was going to do everything. But now I just let the uh, i let the audience um create my show and then i just kind of come on top of that with um this or that thing and i, I work that connection first and once i have the connection then i'm like ah now here's what i'm going to talk about <laughs> um but i think the same thing with the transition from work to um comedy i mean you're using two different halves of your brain right at work i feel like i have to be very left brain and when i go into uh, stand up you know you got to be very right brain and work that creative muscle i get there basically by having a glass of wine before i perform sometimes <laughs> going on stage with wine um but i've noticed sometimes if i am so into work and i just walk in there and get on stage even in my work clothes like literally just coming from work get in the car hi i'm here what the fuck there's something about that about not caring, that also um, wins the crowd. Something like, yeah, I just fucking got here. What's up? And that kind of, that actually helps when you're just coming from the office and you're so focused on that, that I didn't have time to get stressed out about going on stage. Yeah, I'm for already, sure. I'm still like the, like, it's almost like, oh, you guys, yeah, yeah, what's up? what's up i got more important things to do <laughs> i gotta get off the stage what do you need and there's something about that that pulls people in so so i trust that a little bit too but yeah it's it's either you're summoning up a lot of energy to go on stage or i could just keep my mind at the office and not care and then that that adds too yeah yeah because it's, yeah that there's that total like when you're kind of disconnected, that freedom, that freedom vibe. Mm -hmm. That freedom yeah. from all of your own self-doubt, which you're constantly fighting off when you get to the stage. Basically, I almost feel like our outlets are not about us being creative as much as it is about us pulling off self-doubt. Yeah, for sure. You know, and if I could just pull this off of me and if I can, you know, that confidence, that sort of God-given confidence that you that you are just naturally born with, 
and your toddler walking around thinking you're everything. Give me this, <laughs> give me that. Like that natural confidence that we're born with comes out. It's all of this other stuff that gets laid on us as we get older that causes us to lose our confidence. So if we just pull that off, then we can get to who we really are. And I think that that's really all that's about. Why did I start that sentence suddenly? See, this is this is how my ADHD kicked in. I st- this is how my ADHD kicked in. I was, looking, I was trying to look up the lightning round and then got, I'm, it's your brain, you're like a, a squirrel or something. I, or you're not a squirrel, like a dog <laughs> looking at a girl. Anyway, so I could not focus. I was looking up, I was like, oh, what's the lightning round? And then I saw their little pretty pictures on Instagram and never got there. <clears throat> Vanya, I have to tell you, we are getting dangerously close to the lightning round. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you what the lightning round is. This I is love the, game. Let's do this. This is the game part of the podcast. This is where I ask you questions super fast and you have okay. no time to think. You have to answer gut reactions only. Don't think it over. Or maybe they'll even be like a challenge uh or something it's perfect, like that because i never think hell yeah you before i speak i believe that you're gonna win so let's just get right into it okay let's do it all right first let's start i mean like i said preteen rapper you toured i mean you can do this we're gonna start with a rhyming versatility challenge oh, i'll I say the i'll say the first part of a, a line okay. and you finish it we'll make the rhyme and we'll just uh do some bars together sound good <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say i was good anymore i was 15 okay all right 15, that means it was only 10 years ago. <laughs> it was only 10 years ago, and it's still in your heart. You ready? I'm, I'm going to say, like, the first part. You say, the, like, the next, like, you know, I'll be like, and then you go, like, that's how it's going to go. Oh, my God. That's great. Right. Go, I got, I got, I got, let's see, let's see. Don't worry, I'm on it. I got a basket of the chronic. Don't worry, I'm on it. Got a basket of the chronic. And I'm going down the street and I'm blasting supersonic. Hell yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> Vanya can still rap. All right. <laughs> let's, let's do another one. <clears throat> I've got the best two-step at the whole soiree. What's that, baby? I've got the best two-step at the whole soiree. Oh, I got the best two-step at the whole soiree. But then I had to sit down when you started blasting Sade. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Sade. We love Sade. All right. <laughs> I'm causing pandemonium with my cubic zirconium. I'm causing pandemonium. My cubic. Wait, I'm causing. I'm causing pandemonium with my cubic zirconium. And, uh, oh, this one's it'd be, be easy if you were if you were British because you'd be like, "Oi, fuck you, and oi, fuck your bony mum." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's like a, well, a cause of pandemonium with my cubic zirconium. I guess I stole the word and pandemonium from you, so you couldn't even use that one. No, 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 but no. Okay, okay. So because what I'm thinking, I've called it. This could go somewhere. Hold on, let me see. I got it. I'm causing pandemonium with my cubic zirconium. Well, but I'm like a constant pandemonium with a cup of zirconium, and they say they they say that shit. Some somebody said that shit is fake, but I said I don't. Wow, oh, damn, you got me, man. Uh, you know, no, you were you were so there. You're like, I said that shit is fake, but please give my homie some. He 
Right? I, I told you, okay, wait. Uh, damn, you won that one. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was, Got well, that. how about this? Um, how about you go one more shot and then the next one you can, you can make me do one. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. Are you, are you not, are you, are you done with Oh, I'm going to do this one. Oh, okay, I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, I believe okay. in you. I okay, believe in you more than I believe in anyone else in the whole entire world. Okay, I, I like a challenge. Um, I want it to be good too. Um, oh, okay. I'm, okay, got it. Okay, got you. Okay, <laughs> okay, here, okay. here's where I'm going to go. All right. I'm causing pandemonium with my cu cubic zirconium. Yeah. <laughs> People ask me where I live. In no, a condominium. You, you live in a condominium. People ask me where I live. I said my residence. I was going to say that. It's got, you know what? This is how I know I've had too much to drink. I was going to say, that doesn't rhyme. I was going to go with Buckingham Palace, like the Buckingham. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I'm done on this one. I don't I have mean, it. I mean, it's Kend not. Kendrick doesn't always yeah. rhyme, right? So like Buckingham Palace. The Buckingham. Oh, <laughs> that's where I was going. The Buckingham. People ask me where I live and I say it's the Buckingham. Okay, so all right. I was I'm calling with my cubic zirconium. People ask where I live. I say where I live. Buckingham. I said my home is the my residence, the Buckingham or something. Yeah, no, you that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope as hell. No, that's dope as fuck. I said my I'm residence. I'm causing pandemonium with my cubic zirconium. People ask where I live, and I say and the I it's Buckingham. The Buckingham. Right. It's the Buckingham. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> license. All right, that wasn't fair. If you want to give me one, I'll do it. No, I mean, shoot, that was great. That, that, um, you know, that one reminded me without over talking why I couldn't get it, that it's all artistic license. Like in my mm -hmm. head, I was like, oh, I'll just say the Buckingham. But then as I, then I said the word again out loud, I was like, no, it's called Buckingham Palace. But in rap, you twist anything around to make it yeah. fit. It's like, I was like, no, you were going to say the Buckingham. So keep saying <laughs> But you know that's what you can do in rap. You just I got I got to get you back into rap, man. We gotta like we gotta drop a fucking uh, a comedy rap track. Dude, it was so fun. It was so fun. All right, check this out. So you're gonna skip. You're gonna skip. Put me on the spot. I'm cool with that actually, <laughs> because we're <laughs> oh moving into God. math equations. Oh, uh, I'm definitely gonna get that wrong. This is not. This is the. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing this trend it's like uh it's on twitter and all this shit it's like he's a 10 but he chews with his mouth open you know do you know what i'm saying i have not okay well it's it's like this is, fortunately it's on tiktok too it's like a fucking social media thing but fortunately yeah. this will come this will come out just in time for like that not to be gone yet so we'll nail this okay it's a math equation i'm gonna say he's a 10 but and then i'll tell you whatever like the problematic part of him is and you okay. give me his final score as a person of oh, attractiveness yes. so wait how one. many points comes off i mean first of all it's horrible math well it's, it's totally up to you so it's like you know he's a 10 when i say he's, he's a 10 like what do they mean by that it's like physical attractiveness you know he's so hot he's, he's, that he's hot a 10. he's got a great job yeah, yeah he's so hot all right he's a 10 but he farts really loud when he comes what? <laughs> Every time. Okay. Wait, it's, so am I supposed to give this guy a number or how's it work now? Uh, so you subtract points from 10. Okay. For this, for this flaw. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me write this down. Continue. He farts every time he comes. 
Yeah, no, you have to you have to score him right now. It's a lightning round. Oh, oh, uh, that that now makes him a seven. Uh, yeah. maybe All right, six. listen up, boys. <laughs> well, it depends. How smelly is this fart? Uh, I mean, if it's a, a non if it's a non smelly fart, I would take off. Uh, and how audible is it? It's very. So the point is that it's very loud, but the I cannot speak to the smell. Okay, so very loud. <laughs> It's very loud, but it, it does not smell. Um, well, seven. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Try to keep those farts in when you come. <clears throat> he's, <laughs> he's a 10, but he addresses every waitress as milady. <laughs> What's sad is that I think I've dated this guy. Uh, um, yeah, he's, that's a real guy, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> They're basically nerdy people. Um, I would, you know, milady. Uh, I would uh, still a, a nine. Damn. Oh, I mean, I guess if he started as a ten, and even though he's a creep, all right, <laughs> all right, he's a ten, but his only hobby is competitive vaping. Ugh. Have you ever seen competitive vaping? No. Is this a thing? Oh, YouTube it. I'm gonna say ah uh, six. <laughs> all right you heard it here first all right and this one this is like all right this is the most controversial one but i'm gonna throw it out there and vanya i believe that you're gonna let people know what the fucking answer is okay he, he's a 10 but he says cats up he says cats up <laughs> two no, <I'm> <laughs> it's it's ketchup you fucking up. idiot oh god oh god that's funny all right so check it out Check it out, fellas. If you're saying cats up, you better say ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really care. Right. I, the, the most... you know, I really, you're a 10, you're a 10. Those are hard to come by. As long as you're not rude to, <sighs> if you call the waitress from a lady, great. Just don't be rude to her. Unless so, she... I mean, yeah, if I had said he's a 10, but he's rude to the waitress, the answer is he's a fucking zero, in my opinion. Oh, he's a total zero. Yeah. I cannot stand that. There, There is I... no, there's no level of uh beautiful face physical attractiveness for me personally where a person can be rude to a server and not be become uh repulsive to me just in my opinion what they're doing is revealing their true selves and um and i and i think that some of them think they're impressing you oh no i don't like that at all and even if you were hot for them, you've already decided, oh, I'm not having sex with this person <laughs> at all. Um, so, and sooner or later, you know, that's going to, okay, let's say you get in a relationship with this person. That's going to be toward you. Eventually. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Vanya. Yes. <laughs> I have one last question. It's the most important question I have in the entire world for everyone listening. Uh, where can people find you? check you out your comedy like everything yeah um uh, i need to update my website it is i'm very behind on that but you can go to my site vanyarenee.com um uh some fun stuff up i was invited interviewed other people um uh and um and i have some comedy up there and then my latest show dates but basically uh my instagram is the thing that i update the most so vanyarenee.com instagram um instagram.com vanya renee um also venmo if you just want to give me money because you love me vanya renee um and 
on Facebook. It's Vanya Renee, but I'm not really on Facebook a lot. So, <laughs> and if you're and if you want to know how Vanya Renee is spelled, it's V A N J A R E N E E, and it's not pronounced Vanja. It's pronounced yeah. Vanya. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course, this was so much fun. Uh, thank you.